I love books way more than movies. Movies tell you what to think. A good book lets you choose a few thoughts for yourself. Karen Marie Monning. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee You might notice that Lee sounds a little bit different this time. She was in Arizona handling some family business when the COVID-19 quarantines and restrictions started going into place, so she got stuck there. So we are phoning her in for the first couple of episodes of April. Yeah. So I wanted to give a special shout out to Sue, who is our engineer this episode. She came in on her time off to help me out, and I much appreciate it. Because while I am technologically inclined, I do not know this system, and I cannot do the phone thing. Thank you. (laughs) So April, we wanted to talk about writing crimes. And no, not the fun kind of crimes that I like, but crimes you can commit as a reader and crimes you can commit as a writer. Things that you can do to make it so the other side doesn't like you. And a lot of this is grievances I see a lot of people talking about online, and some of it is red flags that you as authors should be watching out for. In this first episode, we're going to be talking about this thing that a lot of people hear, and it really bothers me as an author. It's, the movie was better. I mean, really? Who thinks that? For one, never tell that to an author. They do not want to hear the movie was better. My dad, who is very well aware that I do a lot of the writing stuff, has told me he will wait for when my books get made into movies before learning the story and learning the characters and everything. I get people want to watch movies, and I confess I watch a lot more movies than I read books. There's something magical about reading a book. Like our intro quote said, a good book lets you choose for yourself. In a movie, everything's presented for you. The storytelling is similar, but you don't get to decide what the characters look like. You don't get to decide exactly how that facial expression is going that's being described. When you read a book, you are more invested in the characters and in the story than you ever will be watching a movie. We, on this podcast, talk a lot about movies. We will give examples from the Avengers. We will give examples from the Harry Potter movies as well as the books. We're not hating on movies here. I am a big fan of movies, but even though the storytelling aspects can be very similar because your audience ingests them in a very similar way, they have differences. And some things, honestly, are better as movies. Some things are better as books. And as an author, you want to be able to use those elements. If you think of some of the most popular movies out there, they were a book or comic book first. I mean, any of the the superhero movies were comic books first. You also have The Hunger Games, The Witcher series that just came out on Netflix, Outlander, Harry Potter, and of course the classics like Jurassic Park, anything by Stephen King, Lord of the Rings, Narnia, the list goes on forever about what was a book first. So something to keep in mind as you are watching a movie versus writing a book is movies are community projects. The set designer has a say in how the story is told. The cinematographer has a say. The director has more of a say than the scriptwriter about how the story is told. If you like 
controlling all of those elements for yourself, books are the better way to go. I actually got my start in storytelling in theater and then film before I realized I wanted to be director and actor and composer and set designer and costume designer and, and, and. And I'm like, I know, I'll write a book. And that's how I got my start in writing. Instead of being an entire production from a whole crew that includes sound designers, video designers, actors, directors, etc., books are the author and the reader. It is a very personal connection between the two to tell the story. And you can ask any writer, the reader will always get something out of it that they never intended. That doesn't, that doesn't happen as often with movies because it's all right there. That's what I love about books is that there's so much depth to them in the subtleties and the intricacies that you can write into it that it feeds the imagination more than presents them with an already full-built existence. As we mentioned, a lot of your favorite movies and TV series out there were books at one point. One of the reasons why a lot of people prefer books over movies is there are details in the books that the movies simply don't have time for. In books, you have a little bit more wiggle room to include those details, and often the book, depending on the genre, will be about a nine-hour experience. So when you have to fit that in the timeline of a movie, then a lot of that can get lost. One of the most popular examples is Tom Bombadil, was a favorite character in Lord of the Rings that just couldn't make it to the screen. You also have Peeves the Poltergeist in the Harry Potter books. While his character was fun, and in some of the books, like the fifth one, he actually kind of plays a role in removing Umbridge, it wasn't actually essential. His character and everything he did could be done by somebody else who was more important in the end. If you have somebody who enjoyed the movie, do me a favor and don't tell them that the book was better. You don't have to be that person. Let people enjoy stuff. Just because they're not a reader, because admittedly not everybody reads, it's not for everyone, doesn't mean they can't still enjoy the story as it was presented in a movie. One of my favorite examples of this actually is the movie slash book Ready Player One. The book, absolutely fantastic. The movie, absolutely fantastic. And they're not the same thing. There were so many things changed between the book and the movie because it had to. The book was told over the series of, you know, a few months or years, I can't remember exactly how long, but it took a very long time to get through the plot in the book that they just didn't have time for in the movie if they wanted to make it exciting. So they took out a lot of the little things. In the book, they would have to find the key and then find the gate. That wasn't the case in the movie. They just find the key and boom, there was the gate and they got to move on. So they took out a lot of steps, but it was still a fun, enjoyable movie because of all of the references that they had in it. They had, you know, my favorite Firefly in there. They had Halo. They updated it with a lot of modern culture that wasn't around when the book was written. So despite what people think, a book and a movie can both be great, even if they aren't the same. So you hear a lot of people say it, the book was better. Why do people think that the book is better? 
a lot of it has to do with the fact that no one else's imagination can live up to your own imagination. You pictured the characters a certain way. You pictured the scene a certain way. And when it doesn't play out the way you had imagined it on the big screen, it's disappointing. And you think, well, my version in my head was better, so the movie is terrible, which isn't the case. So I read The Hobbit before The Hobbit movies ever came out. I read The Hobbit a very long time ago. I pictured Smaug, Smog, however you want to pronounce his name, as a bright red dragon. And the wings were not its front arms, because those are wyverns. And just different things. I really like my version of the dragon in The Hobbit, but I just watched the movies again this weekend, and their design of this dragon was incredible. It is such beautiful CGI, even if it didn't look like my dragon. So long and short of it is, the book is almost always better because you as a reader are participating in the storytelling process. We are going to have our bonus episode for this month, talk about audience participation. Tune in. I should be back in the studio by that point. One example I do want to point out real quick is horror books versus horror movies. In books, you are seeing the version of the monster, the thing, that is scariest to you. In movies, you're seeing the version that is scariest to the props or the director or the actor, somebody else. However creepy these aliens are, they're not as creepy as if you would imagine them yourself. Your imagination is key in horror, in the horror genre. Which was the downfall of the movie Signs, because people had built up this incredible image in their minds about what these aliens must look like, and then when you finally saw them at the end, it was actually a huge disappointment. We don't want to knock Hollywood and their portrayal of books It actually does a great service to authors to have their books made into movies. How many books have you, Lee, read because the first book in the series was made into a movie? The first one that comes to mind is Lord of the Rings. My dad had read them when he was a kid. When the movies came out, he got so excited, drug us all to the theater to see it. I watched it and was immediately, I need to read this book. And I devoured the Fellowship of the Ring. Took me a long time to finish The Two Towers, but (laughs) I loved the story because the movie did so good at representing it. I'd never heard of Lord of the Rings before. I saw Fellowship of the Ring in theaters, and I really wanted to know what happened next. Fortunately, the books were already out, and I read Two Towers and Return of the King before the movies came out. But I was able to stay engaged and be introduced to this whole new world that is now one of my favorite stories because Hollywood adapted it. The movie might be better, the book might be better, but really it doesn't matter. Find a story you like and enjoy it in whatever medium you want to enjoy it in. If you're writing, write. Write what you want. Write the movie, write a script, write a book. Just go out and create. And write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. 